go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window will get their second. You always think the League Cup, Newcastle, Hunters, Hunters, Rugby League. Welcome back to another episode of League at Castle. I'm, of course, your host, Chris McPherson. And uh, today we're kicking off with a one of two episodes for this week, and it's a Newcastle and Hunter Community Rugby League preview special. We'll go through all the grades bit by bit, get some guests on. But uh, the man joining me in the co-host chair, you've just heard his voice there. He's uh, none other than Bar TV's own Paul Arendelle. Welcome to the show, Paul. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me, Chris. Uh, yeah, mate, uh, a man of fame with our intro there, uh, calling a, a grand final from a couple of years ago with Windale getting across the stripe, mate. <laughs> yeah, a few years ago, the, the glory days of Windale. Um, was that three or four years ago? Now, yeah, it's a few now, and unfortunately this year, as we'll get into a little bit later, Windale, one of the sides that we won't see. First time in 59 years we won't see Windale, which is a huge change, but um, a very interesting season ahead, mate, and I'm certainly looking forward to getting into a few of these season previews. Yeah, a bit disappointing, Windale, but um, yeah, looking forward to it. We just move ahead and um, yeah, only a couple of sleeps away before the uh, season kicks off. It certainly is. We've got still COVID clouds hanging over us, so we'll wait and see what happens, but we'll get as much footy in as we can. Hopefully it is a 10-round season and uh, a few weeks of finals heading into late October and we get our full season in without interruption from here. Yeah, that's hopeful. Um, and also, like, there's other clouds hanging around too. A lot of rain this week too, so... Um, Geez, you'd hate to be uh, part of the ground staff and the, lo- the local councils at the moment because they've got a pretty tough decision to make on, you'd think, Friday with a few of the grounds. Could be very anticlimactic, couldn't it? <laughs> this build-up and all of a sudden... Uh, and it's going to be interesting, obviously. I know, I know our competition, the Newcastle and Hunter Community Rugby League that we're looking at here, there's there's no spare weekends, there's no space for washout games, so it's going to be interesting You know, if clubs are missing games, but that's just going to be with a shortened season. It's That's the way the cookie crumbles, I suppose. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I think... At the end of the day, I mean, a lot of a lot of the boys and girls they just want to get out and play footy, um, and that's what it is. It's just uh, good for their mental health. So they get out there and play footy. That's what it's all about. And I mean, if they've got to miss a, a game here or there due to wet weather, I'm sure they're not going to um, worry too much. There's bigger problems in the world at the moment. There certainly is, mate. Well, let's get into it. Um, we'll take a quick split, and we'll, we'll jump on with our first guest. All right, as we get into the A-grade wrap-up, we're now joined by uh, Westwall's end, uh, well, front rower, utility forward. He can play anywhere in the forward pack. Tells me he squeezes into a six jersey occasionally too if they let him. Uh, Khan Yunke, how are you? Yeah, all right, mate, yourself? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Thanks for a <laughs> bit of time tonight uh, ahead of the season. I know from a few messages we've exchanged, you are chomping at the bit for kick-off of the season, mate. Yeah, it'll be good, mate. I um, Yeah, it's been too long of a break, yeah. Well, we never got a bloody trial in or, or their last game was against uni last year in the grand final, so. Seems like a lifetime ago. Yeah, buddy, September, so. Yeah, all the boys are keen to go, so. Lovely, yeah, lovely mate. So, um, I guess, you know, season 2020, it's a shortened comp and there's certainly some teams in A grade to, to watch out for, but give us a rundown on, on how Westy are looking and, you know, new coach and a, and a few new players. Uh, you probably benefited from Macquarie pulling out of competitions. How are you looking, and and who's going to be the the stars and the standouts for you? Do you think? Yeah, um, uh, I won't give too much away, but yeah, we picked up a, some pretty handy buddy players. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, most exciting one out there is probably a young young centre was out Macquarie played a lot of first grade out there. Young Sam Abraham. Yep. Yeah, I'm looking forward to him, buddy. Yeah, we picked up a few. We picked up Randall and Isaac. Briggs, yeah, of course. Well. And uh, big big squads as well, I see, on the clearance list. Yeah. Squad, we, Paul's eyes yeah, lit up when old, I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got old Toto. He, um, yeah, he's on loan from Aberdeen, so yeah, he's got plenty of experience up front too, so yeah, he'll, be, he'll be a handful. Yeah, guys like uh, Swaddling and Briggs uh, obviously played a lot of years in the Newcastle Rugby League. Um they must be looking forward to playing at home at Les Wakeman. You've got that big crowd on the hill that are very vocal and uh, very hospitable to um, visiting teams. They must be looking forward to um, that side of, of Newcastle and Hunter Rugby League. 
Yeah, they've they've heard they've heard the bikes on the hill. Like they've calmed down a lot now. A few of them don't go out there anymore. It's still a good. Yeah, I, bit a bit of drama happened a few years ago when we first Cardiff, but yeah, no, she's she's still a good crowd. Like still very vocal, but a lot of the boys come and watch me. Like went back to like when I was at the quarry with them before, and I come back to Westie, and yeah, they all know what it's like up there. So yeah, I think there's. I think this comp will suit old Swato anyway. So, uh, you've, yeah, got, yeah. you've got plenty of depth. That forward pack you talk about, obviously, you know, the standouts last year were, you know, yourself and, and your brother, who's an absolute Newcastle and Hunter Warhorse, Kai. Um, you know, you've got, you know, adding the, the Briggs brothers, you add in Swato, uh, you know, and then you've got a couple of others, you know, some some bit part players. I hear, I hear Dan Mel, Dan Mel, uh, Daniel Melmoth is back and he loves a mention on the show, so... Uh, mate, uh, is that where you think that you guys will be? That'll be the strength this year, up through the middle. Yeah, mate. Our strength, no, yeah, strength's always been for the last eight years. Whenever I've watched Westie or played, like, like played with them, it's always been our forward pack. But um, I know we've got a pretty, we've got a buddy pretty handy back line too. We got um, we picked up young Travis Edwards in the halves as well. Yep, and um. Yeah, I think um, we signed Scotty Briggs too this afternoon. So breaking news yeah, on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're um. So yeah, I think yeah, we're looking pretty comfortable, mate. But we'll just take it week by week, and um, yeah, we've got to all gel first, get a couple of games under our belt, and yeah, you yeah, can't, can't take too long go. to gel, though, Paul. It's a bit of a shorter season. Yeah, yeah I know. It's um okay. We're talking about the players there now. What about the canine? Is there anything special on offer this year? Steak sandwiches? Or are they going any any way in particular? Anything special? No, Westy's a pretty simple town, mate. It'll only be um say pies and steak sandwich. I'd say a couple of beers. <laughs> Might be some limitations yeah. with the COVID rules about barbecues and things. But um, the one thing I do know is that. Uh, it is always cold out there, and the blue cans are always cold and crisp, so that's one thing you can guarantee when you go out to Les Wakeman. Uh, mate, yeah. the, the last thing I want to touch on before we look at some of your opposition, we talked a lot about the players. The man with the clipboard, um, he's, a, he's an eccentric character, Noel Dent, but um, certainly got some experience. Yeah, Noel, he's got a lot of experience, mate. With, um, uh, he coached up Maitland, Macquarie, coached uh, Woodbury a couple of years ago to a grand final. Um, yeah, mate, he's... Um, uh, he's only been training for the last four weeks, but uh, yeah, he's certainly learned a lot, and he's he's fitted in quite well with the club. He certainly knows his stuff, so yeah, he's good, sort of good at getting the team bonding together. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, he's um, no, hopefully he sticks around next year because um, yeah, so yeah. we're out next year, but we need Noli there. He certainly is a great experience, as you say. He had a really tough year himself last year up at East Maitland with a lack of numbers uh, more so than anything. So we look forward to seeing what he can do with some um, troops at his disposal. As we said, mate, the uh, the other sides in the competition, uh, it would be remiss of us not to have a look at those guys. And there's certainly some new ones in there that are going to be some mysteries. But uh, the, one, the one side that returns is obviously the defending premiers in Dora Creek. And we saw in the Newcastle Herald today, Big news on, on that front. Tyron Amy, Reid Alchin, Royce and Matt Jeffrey signing for them alongside what is already a stacked side. And, you know, they added Kenny Tawata earlier in the year from the Central Coast comp as well. So, mate, are they the team with the target on their back for you guys? Yeah, I think everyone knows that. May have become the west of the comp, the old Dora Creek. But um, well, it's just a very good challenge, mate. Like, like Royce and his brother Matty. I play with them at Toronto and... Royce is a buddy handful out wide. His brother's solid up front. And um, old Reed, I played with Reed uh, when I was with Curry in 2018. He's a buddy, yeah, he's a buddy handful in the back row. So, yeah, yes. uh, we're looking forward to Verz, and they're definitely the benchmark. So. They certainly will be, yeah. mate. And, and I think there'll be a lot of people tuning in eagerly, especially with, with some of those you know names that you've just mentioned and your latest signing in Scott Briggs. And there'll be no love lost. It's sort of a Macquarie rivalry with some of the old uh, reunions that'll happen and it'll be physical. They've got a big pack. You've got a big pack and a few strike backs as well. So I think that one's one that's yeah. going to be earmarked in the calendar. The other one... Yeah, another uh, fellow, um, sorry, another fellow Dora Creek also uh, picked up a uh, young Ty Outson as well. He's, yep. He played a lot of first game at Macquarie's handful too up front, so... Yeah, it'll be a good battle up front. Certainly will, mate. Um, and the, the other sides that we want to have a quick look at, the, the two new entrants, and, and you face one of those this weekend, and we'll go through and get your tips quickly before we get off the line. But 
Greeter and Singleton, I know, I know Paul and I have talked about it. They're very much unknowns, but um, what are you expecting there this weekend? Obviously, Greeter and, and Singleton will clash with Dora Creek. Oh, mate, I'm not, I haven't looked too much into the Group 21, to be honest with you, mate, but I've, obviously they've got Liam Four and Greeter, and he's a bloody handy half, as everyone know, and um, also had a couple of rooms. They've got Marvin Filippo and uh, Stevie Gordon, so, yeah, God knows who else, but... There's been a lot of ru- there's been a lot of rumours. A lot of people there's, there's some people that have signed with about seven clubs, in, including that yeah. man you mentioned earlier, Scott Briggs. There was rumours he was playing at a few different clubs. So you've done well to secure him. So I guess we'll know more on on Saturday afternoon in regards to Greeter and Sunday in regards to Singleton. Singleton got some experience. So they've got uh, look, you know, he's not um, breaking the mould or anything, but they've talked about Mick Skelly and a couple of other young forwards. They've got their skills, obviously very experienced. Um, and Jake Hawkins himself. You know, he's won a few country comps, which you can't knock off, you know, having won a, a Group 3 comp and won a, an Illawarra comp as well. Nah, definitely, mate. Though. Look, like, like I said, it's all the unknown, mate. Like, yeah, it's much... Yeah, we, we're pretty much going in blind against Greeter, blind against Singleton too. So, yeah, the draw changed only recently. We had our eyes set on Dora Creek and chomping at first. And then, but, yeah, I know, it's a bit unknown with, um, yeah, Greeter and Dora... Uh, Sorry, Greeter and Singleton. So yeah, I think I think there'll be a lot of un- a lot of unknowns. Uh, the other two, the Maitland sides, Paul. There's not too much known about them. We know Matt Thornton's picked up a couple of players that were ex Maitland. Yeah, a couple of ex uh, pickers in there, and I think there's a couple of um, Maitland Blacks rugby players as well in the Thornton side. So uh, I they got um, Paddy Rabaz as captain coach yeah. and I think. Yeah, played in at Maitland. So. Yeah, I think the, yeah, that'll be a handful too. the other whisper was that they might pick up a couple of the Woodbury guys with Woodbury not entering a side. So if you put Pat Robards with a few of the, you know, the likes of Brett Forrest and some of these guys up in in the forward pack, it could be quite interesting uh, to be a uh, yeah a fairly solid side up front. And and it looks like the A grade competition will be very much won and lost in the forwards. I think this year, the other one that'll be a bit of a mystery is Maitland United. But the the two that you'll know a little bit, mate, um, your rivals and and there's been no love lost with you guys and these sides locally, Glendale and Uni. Uh, uni having added Dwayne Sampson as a co-captain coach alongside Jared Rodimer, and he'll no doubt uh, add something to the uni side. Yeah, Dan, uh, the green final replay, mate, that'll be awesome. Um, where they picked up, yeah, a couple of South boys. Hopefully, my old mate Bobby Jones is playing again. Uh, <laughs> mate, the bog yeah, of uh, connection. Yeah, yeah, but Bobby's all right. He looked after me out there. <laughs> and what about Glendale, mate? Uh, obviously, Troy Forbes. I think I think he's about sixty-one. He's still leading him around. The only bloke older than Jamie Watts going around. So, yeah, I remember Forbes when I was only a kid. He used to play with my old man. With my old man playing at West, he's older than me, but he's uh, about eight years old or something. Watching Forbes run around. So, <laughs> and yeah, he's going all right. Still running. Um, I think Watts is playing out there too. Is he? He's left you. Jeez, yeah. I can't wait to see Watts play against his son Daniel <laughs> Melmoth. That's going to be great. Yeah, I know. So I think they got Matty Hay too. Matty Hay will be a handful for him. So. Yeah, I was going to say a few of the sports boys have moved around in the area, so there'll be plenty of plenty of known faces when you come up against some of the local rivals. So we look forward to that, mate. We might wrap up and, and we'll run through and, and yourself, myself and Paul might do some tips and we'll let you get back to wrangling the kids that have kept you busy this evening, mate. Um, <laughs> we'll, start, we'll start with that side we just talked about, Glendale up against Thornton. Again, very much unknowns, but uh, throw us your tip on that one, mate. I'm going to go with the home side with uh, the veteran... Uh, Forbesy to lead them to a win over Thornton. Where, where's that one played at, mate? Downtown Bower Oval on Saturday afternoon, mate, that one? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll tip me old mate, Matty A. Hey. Um, yeah, I'll go with Glendale. Right, lovely. Paul, what are your thoughts on that one? Oh, gee, being an old Glendale boy, I have to go with the Gorillas. Uh, Paddy Robards will be after us, three of us all against him. Hey, the next one, we don't need to ask you who you're tipping. The Westfalls and Magpies out at Les Wakeman Oval, three o'clock on Saturday afternoon, hosting... Liam Foran and his greeter Brankston Colts. Uh, mate, uh, you're, you're a bit bigger than me, Khan, so I'm going to stick with you and go with West Wall's end as well, and we'll leave Paul to see if he wants to break the, tri- the tri- trifecta. It's the unknown, and uh, just, yeah, I've got to stick with the home side, Westy. That crowd on the hill, that'll uh, get them home, I think. I'll I tell you what, it'd be worth going out there to see Liam Foran versus Scott Briggs, two very talented footballers who both probably could have gone another step further with their career uh, in terms of de- depth into the NRL, you know, but for circumstance. So, uh, that'll be worth the uh, price of admission, which I believe at uh, Les Wakeman Oval is zero anyway, can't. Yeah. <laughs> Just make sure you yeah, buy something yeah, from the not, canteen. Yeah, you're not wrong, mate. The next one's going to be yeah. a really, really interesting one, mate. Uh, Maitland United taking on University. Um, 
both sides at this point, from what we're hearing, might be a light, touch light on numbers. Um, but at the end of the day, both sides, you know, Maitland United have been in the lower grades, but they've, they've put their hand up to go up to A grade and they wouldn't have done so unknowingly. And uni, look, they've been a, a B grade perennial strength. So, um, yeah, look, it's going to be a tight one and, and it would be remiss of me if I didn't go with our mate Paul Sean Johnson and go with his uni seahorses to get the win uh, led by Sambo. What are your thoughts there, Khan? Yeah, mate, it's hard to, it's hard to ever tip against uni, mate. They just keep coming and coming. They're a bloody gritty side. You, you, you never home against them, so yeah, mate. I'm, I'm gonna have to tip uni. I'll uh, I'll go the unknown. I'll go Maitland United at King Edward Park, different venue, sort of like a, a neutral ground. Uh, the United side they've moved across to East Maitland, so I'll go United. I certainly have, and uh, for anyone that hasn't been there, nicknamed Henny Penny Stadium that wafting smell of Henny Penny, which is very distracting when you're playing the forwards <laughs> up there. I can remember playing against the Griffins, and yeah. It might have been that I didn't have any ability or it might have been that I was focused on Henny Penny that saw me laid out and carried off. Apparently, that's a reason why Maitland United's moved from West Maitland to East Maitland is because of the Henny Penny smell. Yep, no, yeah, I'm good. glad they have. That's the bloody hardest able in bloody New South Wales <laughs> coronation able. So. Oh, mate, it won't, won't be too bad either. If you get the away trip there, you can uh, sneak off to Henny Penny afterwards for a nice, uh, <laughs> nice roast dinner feed. It'll re- refuel, so... The last one on Sunday, which will be uh, up at Pertec Park and, and an interesting sort of twist in our competition with uh, Singleton now uh, hosting Sunday games, as is their tradition from Group 21. They'll host Dora Creek. Uh, two two of the probably sides that everyone's got their eye on for this competition, and we might know a bit more come Sunday afternoon. Carm, what's, what's your thoughts here? Uh, I might even go up myself and watch it, mate, to see. Yeah, just get an eye on it myself. But from what I'm hearing, mate, hard to go against Dora Creek, so I'll tip Dora. What do you reckon, Paul? I'll, I'll go Singleton. I'll go the home team here. Um, uh, since uh, COVID-19, uh, Jake Hawkins, he's been doing uh, push-ups every day. Pops up in my Facebook feed, so um, he's fit. He's ready to go, so hopefully his teammates are ready, so I'll go the home team. I'll go the Greyhounds. Yeah, I've been thinking about this one for a little bit, and just based on the fact that Dave Hoban's had me on speed dial, and I'll never hear the end of it if I don't tip him this week, uh, I'll go with Dora, Dora <laughs> Creek to, to get the win. <laughs> Uh, but I think, look, you know, two uh, pretty solid sides, and I, I think this one will be a really, uh, real cracker of a game. And uh, yeah, ho- hopefully we can uh, see some half decent crowds, very close to the 500 number, without going over this weekend in the A grade, mate. Uh, good luck to you and your boys. Uh, hopefully you can chalk the win for your sake over Greta Branks and get the season off on the right foot. And thanks for your time tonight. Yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks for having me. No worries, mate, and we'll catch up with you during the season. That was Khan Yunki from West Walls End uh, joining us for the A-grade wrap-up uh, and preview for round one. We'll return shortly with the B-grade. We're back with the Newcastle Hunter Community Rugby League B-grade season preview, and we're joined by a man who's appeared on League Castle previously. He's the president of the mighty Walls and Maryland Tigers out there at the Grange. Mitch Flanagan, how are you, mate? Going good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm going very well, mate. Uh, chomping at the bit for season 2020, and it's just around the corner. Uh, mate, oh, I think no. you're, you're about as excited as I am, if not more so. Yeah, that's right. I can't wait for it. I've been uh, planning this for a long time at the moment. It's uh, come come a bit longer than, than we were hoping for but it's here now so all systems go Now Mitch you uh, start the season on the road up to Malibula a good little road trip to kick things off Yeah yeah that's right we're, uh, we're up there up the, up the peninsula so it's um, got to be a big test for the boys I think they're, they're pretty keen to get out in the field as well so they've been training hard for before before COVID and I think they were doing a bit, bit themselves during during the lockdown, and they've been training hard since uh, since we returned. And and what can we expect? I guess Mal- uh, sorry, Walls End. Uh, you've added some 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 new guys this year compared to what you had last year. Have you lost many? What's what sort of the, the makeup of the side? Are we still going to see the Evergreen veteran tearing tearing it up for you? What's happening there? Uh, no, I won't be playing. Uh, I was more I referring think... to Lowy, mate. But yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we've got a we've got a sort of a good mix. We've got some. Um, some, a lot of young guys coming coming through from our uh, junior base. Yeah, uh, they've, they've gone a, a, gone away for a bit and come back and had a, they've decided to come back and have a run with us. And a, a few of the old boys have come back down. And uh, yeah, Longy's always going to be around, so he's he's putting the boots on again. I'm not sure if he's playing this weekend yet or or if he's if he's giving it another miss. But he's um, 
he's definitely putting the boots back on it eventually. And and in terms of that B grade comp, mate, you've obviously seen now the makeup of the competition. Uh, who do you think are the big threats in terms of, you know, it's quite a deep competition with the eight sides, but who who have you got your eye on in terms of the, the, the real danger sides? Oh, I think, mate, at, at the end of the day, any side that's coming out of West, they're going to be a hard side to beat, um, whether it's their first grade side down to their, this side, this, this B grade side. I think they're going to be a um, a really strong side, especially with Luke Pullman, he's a coach, so... I'll tell you a bit of junior footy with Pooley, and uh, I know what he's like as a he's real particular, and uh, I think I think they're going to be pretty strong. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting, Luke. I, I used to get referred to as the uh, the accountant. He's uh, no more particular about anything than his hair on game day. I think. Yeah, I think he looks a lot like Cameron Smith personally. <laughs> he gives referees just as much feedback. I can give you the tip too, Paul. <laughs> well, normally it was touch judges when he was on his wing, but yeah, that'll be a good side, obviously. <laughs> We've got Dudley and uh, Fingal coming down from the A grade with some yeah. player losses as well, which would be interesting to see. And the Ants and Tall Timbers coming up, the grand finalists from uh, C grade last year. So it's it's a really interesting mixed bag, mate. Um, but as you say... Yeah, and you've got the Boratar side in there as well. I think they've got to be pretty strong from what I've heard. Yeah, they Just certainly the are. I, I saw that um, there was the, the rap on the A grade uh, Dora Creek signings in the paper today and Tim Christie formerly of South and Central, reached out to me and wanted to know why the Herald didn't write an article on the fact that he'd returned to his junior club when they did one on Tyrone and Amy. So here's your shout-out to me, Christy. Um, but, yeah, they'll, they'll have a decent side. They've added Tim Christie, Luke Hoppy and uh, Reese Hayne, who have all done really well through predominantly reserve grade uh, at South over the last couple of years, which will be, you know, they'll have some good depth there. They've obviously had quite a changing of the guard with Dwayne Sampson and some others leaving. But, yeah, you can never write off Waratah, as you say. It's going to be an interesting comp, mate. Yeah, yeah, that's right, I think. I think this weekend we'll tell who's the uh, who's the real deal and and who's not. Yeah. Uh, there's a few big matchups too, as I, from what I see. I think Western over Glasson, That's going to be a that's going to be one of the the big games. I think. I think that that'll be a good game to go and watch if I was available to go and watch any game. Well, you, you play them in round. You play them in round two. Sorry to cut you off there, Mitch. Uh, you play the Ants in round two at the Grange. You always get a good crowd there. Um, is there anyone else in particular, any club that? you got like a bit of a rivalry uh, with that you're looking forward to play? Uh, probably West, I think. I think uh, the attitude around Walls End towards the West is a uh, not a favourable one. We're trying to change that with um, with the league, getting them on board as our, one of our major sponsors, the Leeds Club. But um, yeah, I think just anyone playing West is, is going to be a big game. You've got to be up for that. And then um, also Waratah, sort of a local derby, so that's that's going to be another big game, I think, for us. Western Waratah, I think they're the two big. You've certainly got a, a mix of, you know, a few good local derbies, as you touched on there, with uh, West and uh, Waratah, and then, you know, some games that aren't too far with Aberglasson and Dudley, but you could have some interesting trips, and, and I note that, talking to the Waratah boys, they've got they've got the uh, bum end of the stick. They've got round one, they head all the way to Fingal Bay, and then round two, they head in the opposite direction and go to Tall Timbers at Arimba. What a way to start the season, but... Yeah, there'll be some interesting trips away this year, mate, uh, with Fingal, Malabula and Tall Timbers in the comp. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be some fun bus rides. Um, not as fun as Costa. That was a pretty big weekend that we had up there last year, but I'm sure the boys will uh, definitely, they've been organising buses and stuff like that. Yeah, mate. This week, so I'm sure, I'm sure they're going to be, uh, they're coming at the bits to get up the Fingal and, and down the down the coast. If you, if you get the chance to go down to Arimba, not only is it a good trip down there, but the good thing is that Robbie Trembath, who plays for Tall Timbers, actually owns the pub. So make sure you, <laughs> make sure you stop in after. Or I know, mate, you're partial to a uh, to a sleep overnight, as I think you might have done last year at Gloucester. So, mate, well, well, yeah. well, well, worth, well worth taking. You know, get some brownie points up, take the missus to the scenic town of Arimba. Um, and, <laughs> and I don't know if you'll get away with that with a baby, but uh, certainly, yeah, good opportunity to go down there and look after Robbie and, he, and his pub. And he, he puts on a good good evening there as well. I'll definitely do my best to get down there and take the family. Yeah, <laughs> lovely, lovely, mate. Uh, well, mate, we might jump into round one and get your tips on it. Uh, I think we know who you're going to tip in the first game, but we'll run through the four games, get your thoughts, and then we'll let you get back to your young bub and, and uh, lovely partner, mate. So the Malibula Panthers host the Walls End Maryland Tigers, 3 o'clock up at Malibula Sporting Complex, part of a double header up there. Mate, uh, I, I assume you'll uh, have chips in on the Tigers. Yeah, that's right. Definitely tipping the boys. Um, they're looking fit. They're, like I said, they're young. I, I don't know how how that's going to how they're going to handle the B grade comp, but 
down the ball, we definitely know that they've been in a footy game on, on Sunday morning, that's for sure. But uh, I'm not going to tip against the boys. I, we've had a few, a fairly big turnout to train, and so hopefully uh, they'll put it together on the game day. Yeah, mate. Well, all the best of luck. Uh, unfortunately, tonight I'm going to tip against you. I'm going to go with those boys from Malibula. They're a hard, hard task up there at home and, and have a really good record at the uh, Tilligary Peninsula. So uh, I'm going to go with the Panthers. I think it'll be a close and physical game, though. What about you, Paul? Yeah, I think we did, um, Bar TV did a um, Friday night game up there a few years ago. And if I'm correct, Malibula got the points in the last minute. Uh, maybe. No, nah, no. Nah, it was I the other way around, game. was it? Yeah, they scored a try on the bell and they had to kick the goal to win and they missed the goal. Ah, oh, that, that's right. Yeah. One of your draws, maybe, <laughs> yeah, normally too. The draw, yeah. I'll go the Tigers this time. All right, lovely. The next one, this one, I, I think this, you, know, you talk about, you know, there's obviously four really good games, as you talked about there, Flano, but uh, this will be a really interesting one. Tall Timbers stepping up in the grades. They've got quite a solid side. They, they won the comp last year in the uh, C grade, but uh, they take on Dudley. They've lost a few players, Dudley, but they've dropped down from A grade. Uh, it'd be remiss of me, my, uh, my mate, Terry Collinder, as he likes to go by BFTC, is the coach out there at Dudley. So I'll tip the Magpies at home out at John Balcom Oval uh, at 3 o'clock on Saturday. What do you think there, Fano? Yeah, it's got to be hard to go past Dudley. They're always a strong side, no matter what code they're in. So I'll go go Dudley. Although, tall timbers, uh, from what I see, what I remember last year, they they don't travel too well. Uh, They only came up with 12 players when we played them up here. um, Yeah, so I think Dudley... We'll, we'll get the bickies on that one. Lovely, that would be Paul. Yeah, it'll be interesting too if the, this weather keeps up on Saturday. It'll be nice and breezy up there on the top of on the hill oh, there at Dudley. So fresh, isn't it up there? I'll get the Magpies. All right, the next one. It's the one you talked about, Mitch. It's uh, your match the round. It's the Ants, last year's C grade runners up, taking on Western Suburbs Open Grade. It could be anything. There's some whispers I've heard of uh, Dave Dryden yeah. and Dean McBain playing for West. So. That could be quite interesting, and possibly also AJ Davis has been spotted training out there with the open grade side. But as you said, they're under the stewardship of Luke Pullman and I believe Clint Davies as well. But um, you can never write off a west side, but this will be a cracker of a game up there at McKeechee's on Saturday. What are your thoughts on it, Flano? Who, who are you tipping? No, I'm, I'm definitely... I just had a meeting with uh, the guys from West and they're saying they look pretty good. So I'm going to go with them and definitely tip west. All right, what about you, Paul? I'll go the Ants. Yeah, I'll go the Ants as well, um, and anyone but Mick Akers for first try scorer. <laughs> Any chance I get to pop Mick is, is always a good one. The next one, two sides that were in A grade last year. It'll be interesting. Fingal Bay, they've added a couple of really handy players, but they've lost a few. They lost their talisman skipper, Bo Earl, over to Malabula, and uh, now they'll, uh, they've added, though, Tyler Perrin and uh, Isaac Upton, I believe. So that'll be some good strength to their back line. Uh, Waratah, we talked about them before, you know, a few good additions as well. So might let you... Kick this one off, Paul. Uh, this will be a good clash up there at Fingal Bay on Saturday. Yeah, I'll go the Bombies up there. Uh, again, it'll be, uh, if this weather keeps up, it's going to be windy up there at Fingal Bay and a nice cold warm, well, not a warm welcome, but a cold welcome for Waratah up there. So I'll go the Bombies. Good place to get ready, that one. It's the coldest sheds I know of too. So, uh, yeah, it's not, not exactly the uh, road trip on a cold day. What about you, Mitch? Uh, are you going with Paul and the Bombies or are you going to go the Cheetahs? Nah, I think I'm going to go Waratah. I've heard they've got... They've recruited pretty well, and um, they're a pretty strong side, I've heard. So I might go with Waratah. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm going to go against Waratah just because Tim Christie asked, asked for the shout-out, and I'm going to go with the Bombies at home, <laughs> mate. So, mate, we wish you all the best for this weekend. Uh, a, a, a challenging road trip first up, up to Malibula, but, uh, you know, plenty of belief by the sound of it in your club, and, and we look forward to hopefully uh, what is another good chapter in the Walls End Maryland story that's been a big part of Newcastle and Hunter Community Rugby League over the years. So good luck this weekend, and hopefully we can catch up with you out at the Grange for a beer or two later in the year. I look forward to it. Love a beer in the Grange. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Nothing better. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks, Rich. That was Mitch Flanagan, the president of Walls End Maryland Tigers, giving us a bit of a rundown on Walls End Maryland and the B-grade competition ahead of kickoff this weekend. All right, we're joined here for the Newcastle Hunter Community Rugby League C-grade season preview by uh, Jack Dawson, the captain coach of the Hamilton Ducks, one of the new entries into the... Uh, the Newcastle and Hunter scene uh, came in last year, got off to a flying start. Jack, the big question is, can you do it again? Can you go back-to-back in your second year? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I sure hope so. Um, we're, we're going up a grade. Um, we've, lost, we've lost a few players, um, but we've got, 
we've got some really good signings and um yeah we're looking pretty good in training i reckon so, mate, um, obviously a very different competition this year. Uh, you know, some very different sides. The only one you would have come up against, we talked about it just off the air a little bit before, is Budgie Oi, but, you know, a number of sides there. Is there anyone that you're thinking is going to be, you know, a real challenge? You know, who, who's the side that you sort of got an eye on in terms of it, or is it just focus on round one? Yeah, mate, it's, it's, um, it's pretty much just focusing on round one. There's a lot of unknowns. Um, I remember I've played against Singleton my whole life. That's going to be really interesting. Um playing up against some of uh, playing against some of those boys but uh yeah a lot of lot of unknowns yeah uh jack it's uh, paul arendelle here from bar tv uh mate um yeah a few different teams this year you're stepping up the grades so you got a few new players and, and you just mentioned singleton there um singleton reserve grade i think they've got a pretty good record in group 21 at, at winning comp so um they might be the uh the dark horse for the c grade do you think well the dark grade, yeah <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, I don't really know. Like, I'd, uh, I'm sure there'll be a few faces I know. I'm not quite sure of their makeup this year, but they were always um, really strong across the park in um, in Group 21. And uh, the Hamilton Ducks, this is their second year. Um, I was just doing a bit of research with some old um, Newcastle Lower Hunter programs, and there was a Hamilton Pumas team. Do you know much about them? or? <laughs> Uh, Hamilton, what, sorry? Pumas or Pumas, depending on what part of the uh, the world you're from. <laughs> um, no, that's that's news to me. I didn't know there was um, I didn't know there was a Pumas side getting around back in the day. Yeah, back in about nine or the early 1990s. Uh, so uh, if anyone's... half of Jack's team wouldn't have been born then, Paul. They're all young, young snappers out of Hamilton. They could have started from there. The Ducks started from the old Puma days, maybe. Maybe. Uh, so the the other thing, Paul, uh, we just mentioned there. Obviously, they're quite young, the Hamilton side. Raymond Terrace, very much a lot of their players, the other end of the spectrum, led by the evergreen Brooke Roach, Brooke Mills. He, he went by in his younger years. Um, he's well into his 40s now, Brooke. And, you know, h- how do you combat that? You know, a lot of these sides are going to be, you know, Stroud Raiders and, and Dungog both got a number of experienced guys. How do you combat that, um, you know, experience with your youth this year? Uh, yeah, you're definitely right about that. I think, I think last year I was just about the oldest and I was 25. Um, but we've, We've got a pretty um, like last year. I remember for like a lot of the teams, we didn't quite have the weight, but we were we were quite fit. We had some pretty quick backs, and it's um, you know, it's going to be the same again this year. I hope you boys uh, enjoy a road trip. You've uh, got a fair uh, distance to travel some of these games away. Yeah, I think um, I think that's going to be the highlight. I think we were talking about um, for the trip to Stroud, maybe getting a, maybe getting a bus down. So that might even be a little bit of a positive for us. My, my tip, if you're going to Stroud, is, is actually get in touch with the boys at Stroud and uh, go and stay the night afterwards because you will have one of the best nights you've had. I know, I know you boys do well at the Kent, but stay overnight at the Stroud <laughs> Hotel and they, they, they put on a good evening up there after a footy game. So uh, well, well worth your check out. But, uh, mate, we might jump into, uh, I guess, your team this year and, and give us a rundown. You sort of said you grabbed a couple of additions from Rugby Union and a couple of boys that have played previously at other clubs after some time off coming back and playing at Hamilton this year. Yeah, definitely. We've got probably three or four blokes who are playing um, playing Newcastle Uni. You know, just friends of the boys from last year. And um, I imagine once they get their head around, just you know, a few of the different things, they'll be they'll be going really well. Um, we've got a fellow, uh, Camden from. Uh, I think he's been in Newcastle a while now. I think he's playing at Macquarie, but he's originally from Mudgee. Uh, he he looks the goods. Um, a fellow called Aaron Beecroft. I think he. I think he's from up Tarreway, but again, you know, the sort of players they haven't played for a couple of years, but they look um, they look pretty good at training. Yeah, mate, you certainly picked up a couple of other players last year that was were impressive. Geordie Boyce was one for mine that was quite good when he was firing. Um, so look, you know, undoubtedly you guys will be a strong side. The uh, the other question for me, mate, as as the man with the clipboard, how have you gone keeping the boys focused with a girls team in, in on the same paddock? <laughs> Oh, we've definitely uh, had a few more numbers of training this year um, since the inclusion of the girls. <laughs> yeah, I reckon Tyler Smith might have actually turned up to some training sessions and, and got through them, mate. Uh, just impressing. I don't know if you've seen Tyler lately, but he's looking hes looking very fit. Are you, are you saying those uh, two items are related by any chance? Oh, I don't know. No comment? Connect the dots. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. So um, I guess, you know, we might have a quick run through the round one fixtures and, and we'll get your thoughts on... You know, and again, we know you are flying a little bit blind, but a lot of us are in this changed season. We might just try and throw some tips down and you know get excited for uh, what is only a few sleeps away now. The uh, 
kickoff for the C-grade competition. And, and we'll start, obviously, I think this one will be a pretty easy one for you. It is up at Lakeside Oval, 3.30 on Saturday, and it's uh, Raymond Terrace versus the Hamilton Ducks, mate. Uh, I assume you'll have the house on the Hamilton Ducks. Oh, yeah, mate. Uh, the, ducks, uh, the Ducks in a close one. Ducks in a close one, mate. I'll, I'll go with you because I've, I've seen you cart the ball up and I don't want to get on the wrong side of you. So I'll go with the Hamilton Ducks <laughs> to get home against the experienced Magpies. What about you, Paul? Oh, I might go against you. Home ground advantage. Uh, when you're unsure, go with the team at home. I'll go with the Magpies. Yeah, if they get a bit of a crowd up there, it's it's not the easiest place to go sometimes, the uh, the Magpies ground. So it just depends on what sort of crowd they can get. And uh, I'm, I'll be interested to see how League Castle correspondent Tom Lidbury, one of the referees as well, is uh, he's returning to playing. So... He's t- talking himself up playing for Raymond Terrace, so we look forward to seeing him. The other games on Saturday, the Battle of the Bulls, up at the Bull Ring there in Morpeth, the Morpeth Oval. Morpeth Bulls versus Morissette Bulls. Who do you like there, Jack? Oh, geez, I'm taking a stab in the dark here, but I'll, I'll go Morpeth. Yeah, I think the home side will be strong. They're looking pretty good on paper, Paul. Yeah, same. I'll go with uh, Morpeth Bulls. It looks like they've uh, cleared a few players in too in recent times, so they could be pretty strong. Uh, the next one, now if you talk about road trips, this is a fair road trip. Halakalani Oval, Budgie hosting the Stroud Raiders. I'll go first, and I'll tip my old mate Simon Chapel. I think he's 55 going on 75 and still going around, and uh, his experience will lead the Raiders uh, to a win against Budgie after a long road trip down. What do you think, Jack? I think it was Stroud. I remember watching them after our game um, last year in the grand final, and they looked, they looked pretty solid, so I'll go with them. Lovely, and Paul to wrap it up. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go the Bulldogs. Um, no particular reason. Um, just yeah, you're loving the home, you're loving the home teams when in yeah. doubt, mate. I like it. That's a good strategy. The final game is one thirty on Sunday. It is up at Pertec Park there at Singleton, one of the new entrants for this year uh, with Group Twenty One not going ahead. Their second side, as Paul touched on, they've got a phenomenal record, but they're coming up against a side that's got a pretty good lower grade record too through the Newcastle and Hunter over recent years. They were a grand finalist last year and. Uh, yeah, they've been impressive over the last few, and that is the Dungog Warriors. Uh, uh, not too much of a trek, but still uh, an interesting battle. What do you like? Who do you like here, Jack? I'm going to have to go with the Greyhounds at home. The Red Dogs, it is. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going to go yep. with the uh, I'm going to go with the Warriors for the upset, just for something different. What about you, Paul? Yeah, I'll go with the Greys. Lovely. Well, uh, thanks very much for your time. Good luck up at Raymond Terrace on Saturday afternoon. Uh, if you're in the area up there, make sure you get down and cheer on the Ducks. It's a ground that's got some good memories for you boys after last year winning the title there. Um, so I'm, I'm sure you'll harness those and, you know, we tell, just let Tyler know we expect at least a double from him. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you'll be waiting a while, but uh, yeah, thanks that, guys. Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> thanks, Jack. That was Jack Dawson, the captain coach of the Hamilton Ducks, and uh, that is the C-grade season preview. We'll jump into D-grade in a moment's time. To look ahead at the 2020 D-grade season, we've caught up with Kersley Crushers D-grade coach John Warburton. Yeah, we had um, even pre-COVID, we had good numbers this year. We're just um, we think, yeah, I, don't know, I can't say you know what actually why, but you know we've got a lot of blokes. We we have a good time, and you know it's a good friendly club, family club, and that. So I think um, we were trying to get a women's team, which unfortunately didn't get off the ground. The numbers just weren't there, but a few of the blokes come with their wives and partners so that that brought us a few as well and people who knew the ladies to come with them so you know yeah i think one thing that attract me john is the pubs just across the road from the ground it is mate yes and we spend a fair bit of time there a fair bit of time there supporting the local yeah definitely yeah our major sponsor so yeah we do spend a fair bit of time there and the boys are there to have a good time so you know like they're not playing for sheep stations so we want them to enjoy their footy and have a good time and have a good social side of it and that as well so you know like they're happy off the field and that they're happy on the field aren't they that's true and, and we look forward to seeing Kersley as you say you touched on those halves I think running a game around them once they gel you know you're going to have some quite good attacking options with uh, Tory Neville and Blake Moroney in those halves so we look forward to that mate and you know I don't think we need to ask you but uh, myself and Paul might have to put in a tip for that first game which is Kersley travelling down to Glendale I think Paul is an old Glendale boy you might be uh, tipping against our man on the phone yeah, I'll um I'll get run out of town if I uh, go against the uh, black, white, and blue. So uh, I'll stick with the the gorillas. Well, after hearing Sorry, that, John. after hearing that uh, John's got Tory Neville on board, I'm, I I was probably leaning towards the young Glendale side, but I'm going to now go with the Crushers, the boys in red and blue, and, and hopefully they can get uh, a, a season starting win. 
John, you might have to take a pun on some of these other games, mate. Uh, as you said, lots of unknowns. Uh, Wanji make the big trip up to Lionel Morton Oval to take on Karua. Can Wanji get the win on the road, mate, or do you think it'll be Karua at home? Oh, I reckon the Wanji boys can get them, mate. Lovely. What about, what about you, Paul? Oh, yeah, the Ruse, the, the home side up there. They're always, they're always such an interesting proposition, Karua. Some weeks they turn up and absolutely tower teams up, and then the next week you think they're going to win, and they turn up with not much. Uh, but, yeah, I think they'll be chomping at the bit up there at Lionel Morton Oval, so I'm going to go with Karua as well. Next up's an interesting one. Uh, you touched on it before, John. Swansea obviously were a really strong side in the uh, Southern Pool last year. Uh, they take on Shortland, who've dropped down in the grades. Shortland, a bit of an unknown. We don't know who they've retained, really. But uh, who do you like here? Do you think uh, it'll be those boys that uh, you, you came up against and clashed with last year in the Swans, or will it be the Devils at home at Tuxford Park on Saturday Arvo? Mate, I'm, I'm going to go with Swansea, course, only because Shortland are unknown to me. So, you know, don't know what, what they've got, what quality they've got this year. So I'll go with Swansea. You know, they weren't a bad side last year. Yeah, short, short one will be interesting. They, you know, they played in games. I think they uh, actually might have even started the comp in A grade last year, um, and and you know, obviously a very big rebuilding phase at their club. They've lost a lot of players, but uh, yeah, as you say, that Swansea side were, were quite strong. They mixed it with the premiers Hamilton and the other grand finalists Qatar, which we'll get to in a sec. So I'll be going with the Swans as well. What about you, Paul? Yeah, I think oh yeah with the Swans. Although uh, you never know down there at Tuxford Park, uh, the Devils might pull off a bit of an upset. You could say might have a bit of sting in their tail. You might say, mate. Uh, and finally, John, before we let you go, and we do appreciate your time this evening, it's it's Katara, that side that you came up against last year. They were the losing grand finalists in, in uh, the Southern Conference, and they take on the uh, the young boys on the block, the Lampton, New Lampton side, playing uh, under the broader Waratah banner uh, over at Hudson Oval. It's a bit of a local derby. Uh, who do you like there, John? Well, once again, mate, I, I'd have to go Katara, but I think it's really exciting seeing the young side playing. It's good to see them there and um, it wouldn't surprise me at all as the young fellas give them a really good run or beat them but I'll, I'll once again I'll go with Katara because I know their side mate. Yeah I like it, go with the devil you know mate uh, Exactly. Look, look um, yeah it's a, it's a toss up this one Derby games always throw something different undoubtedly these young blokes are going to be chomping at the bit, they've been waiting to get this side off the ground since pre-COVID and uh, look, I'm just going to go with the uh, the stalwart of the competition Katara versus the new boys Lampton New Lampton, Paul I'll leave you if you want to break the uh, <laughs> The whitewash. Of course, I mean, I'll go the Rats and Dogs. The Rats and Dogs, is that what they're... That's, yeah, that's their nickname. That's the uh, best nickname. Probably yeah. right up there with the Kyogle Turkeys. Yeah, it's certainly up there. There's some interesting ones. But Definitely. anyway, there you go. I, I hadn't heard what they'd be called. So the Rats and Dogs, John, there you go. That's what you're going to have to come up against yeah, later mate. in the year. There you go. Really. Well, thanks very much for your time, mate. We're looking forward to hopefully seeing a uh, Kersley side that goes deep into the competition this year, and uh, we look forward to maybe catching up with you uh, up at Kersley for, for a beer after a game and then sneaking across to the hotel later in the year. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. It's just going to be good to get out there and play some footy. Looking forward to it. Certainly is, mate. Thanks again. All right, now we're into uh, Paul's favourite section of the evening. We're looking at the season previews for the ladies' league tag and the women's tackle. We're joined by Aberglass and Ants, Shay Ross. I'm told she's the superstar of the club. Mick Akers has tipped me that. So, Shay, you got big raps. Oh, I've been stitched up again. That, that's very out of character for Mick to stitch someone up. Oh, yeah, no, he's good at that. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't try and um, put himself up for the show tonight. But anyway, we'll, uh, we'll do better with you. Probably a bit more coherent sentences. Sure. All right, so the ladies' league tag, the Ants obviously have been a powerhouse of the competition over the last few years. How are the numbers looking? You've obviously got the ladies' tackle and the tag out there, but how's it all looking in terms of uh, training resuming from COVID? Yeah, really good, actually. Um, it's nice to see uh, a few new teams in the comp this year. I think I uh, was a bit, a bit sceptical once COVID came around. We weren't really sure how the comp was going to look, but a few new teams this year, so it'll be pretty exciting and all the girls, from what I've seen and heard, I'm really keen. And I know the tackle girls have um, got quite a few numbers and quite a few new girls this year as well. So it's pretty exciting. And now are you one of the gluttons for punishment that puts your hands up for both codes, the uh, tackle and the tag, or are you a tag specialist? I'm just playing tag this year. Some of the girls tried to convince me to put my hand up for the tackle, but I thought I'd just stick with the tag. Yeah, right. So certainly... Um uh, a specialist then. Uh, so in terms of the, of the tag, is it going to be the usual suspects that you think that are going to really challenge for you guys going for another title in, the t in terms of university? You know, what do you expect from some of these new teams as well? Yeah, I'm not really sure, actually. Uh, and some of the teams are new this year. So some of 
a couple of the um, teams from Group 21 have um, come into the comp as well. So that's good to see. Um, you know, more girls just getting involved in the game itself. So I'm sure university, as previous years, will, will be tough. Um, but we're really excited to see what the other teams will bring. And once again, you know, never underestimate the teams. We've always said just how you turn up on the on game day. Yeah, it certainly is, and we've seen a bit of a changing of the guard there, so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, we um, have had a couple of teams that we've been a bit surprised about that we thought may have been in A grade that have shown up in B grade, but we'll just see how the comp starts off, and depending on what regrading happens, we'll just, we'll just take it week by week. <laughs> Very uh, cliche there, Shay. Um, yeah. Now, Abba Glasson... Um, There'd be a bit of a history there with the Greater Brankston uh, side. Would a few of you girls jump across to Aberglasson a few years ago? Or? Yeah, so I think it was about four years ago, the year before we came to Aberglasson, most of us girls played for Greater. And then we decided that we would um, join Aberglasson and start our comp there. So not really sure what to expect with Greater. Um, bit of a grudge match then. I wouldn't really say a grudge match, no, but you know, we always, friends, always, no one's listening. We always want to win, but we'll just see what happens on the day. Yeah, certainly going to be interesting. Uh, some some real derbies for you. You know, not too far to travel, obviously, with Greta and uh, also Maitland United in the competition. So. We look forward to seeing how that pans out. We might run through and have a look. And, and as you said, there's some teams that are new in A grade and some new ones in B grade as well. So we might run through and just get your thoughts. And, you know, by all means, throw a dart at the dartboard. That's how we've been working most of our tips for the evening. So we'll start off with the easy one for you. It is uh, part of a triple header up there at McEachie's uh, Sports Ground uh, on Saturday afternoon. And it's the Aberglassen Ladies Ants taking on Greta Brankston Colts. Uh, I'm guessing you'll be tipping Aberglassen in that one, Shay. I'm definitely hoping we can get the win, that's for sure. Lovely. I'll, I'll go with you since I've got you on the phone and I, I don't want to have the angry man, Mick Akers, ringing me <laughs> up saying that I didn't tip him. So we'll go with you guys exactly. to get the win there. What about you, Paul? I'll tip a draw. A draw? Yeah. Oh, hey. Have you had a draw tip before? Uh, I, I don't know if we have, but, you know, there's always always someone to break the mould. So uh, I look, that'd be interesting. So what do you think it'll come down to, you know, accurate goal kicking or inaccurate yeah, goal kicking? it could, yeah. Lovely. Uh, the other games, Shay, 12 o'clock on uh, Saturday. Now, it says here Coronation Oval, but I think they might be playing at King Edward Park. Otherwise, they'll be on their own while their men's teams and other teams play down at King Edward Park. And it's Maitland United versus University. This one will be interesting, Shay. Yeah, I'm going to tip uni on this one. Just, I think they've um, managed to get their team together. It was looking like they weren't going to get a tag team and they were just going to have tackle, but been changed and they've no longer got a tackle team and their tag team has come back but I think I'm going to take uni. Yeah, I'm going to go with the home side here at Henny Penny Stadium. Maitland United for a little bit of an upset. What about you, Paul? Yeah, I might go uh, Maitland United. I'm not sure if they've defeated uni before so uh, they might uh, get their first win. Uh, excellent. Now the next one up sees one of the new sides, the Hamilton Ducks. Uh, they've, uh, I'm told they've got a lot of girls who've played sport before but not necessarily league tag. Uh, and they head across to Lakeside Oval to take on Raymond Terrace in a double header of Raymond Terrace and Hamilton, which will be sure to get a few of the Hamilton fans up there, Paul. Um, I'll let you go first this time, Paul. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll go to the Terrace, uh, the Ravens, as they like to be called. Uh, they're sort of, to me, they've been improving every year. Um, they're getting better and better, so um, they might even be Smokies for the competition, I reckon. Smokies for the competition, you heard it here first. What about you, Shay? Do you know much about either of these sides? Um, I don't know anything about Hamilton being a new team. I don't really know what to expect with them, but I think I'm going to take Terrace on this one. As Paul said, they've gotten better every year and I think they'll come away with the win. Lovely. And uh, in the final game, which will be Sunday afternoon at 12.20 up at Pertec Park, it'll be Singleton, one of the new sides entering in from Group 21, taking on Wanji. What can you tell us about these sides, Shay? Do you know much about either side? No, I don't really know much about um, Singleton or Wanji. Wanji are a new team as well, I believe. Um, Singleton, I've heard, are a younger team um, with a couple of girls coming from a touch background. I could be wrong, but I think I'm going to take Singleton on this one. Yeah, I, I had heard when speaking to Jake Hawkins that there was certainly an abundance of youth in their ladies' league tag and 
you know, it's a game where, you know, quick pivots and quick feet uh, and that touch background will certainly help. So I think I'll go the Greyhounds at home. Paul, are you going to make it a trifecta? Yeah, I'll, I'll go the Greyhounds. I mean, uh, Wanji, they were in B grade last year. I think they got the uh, the B grade final against Westie. But uh, I, I believe they've retained a lot of their players from last year. But uh, Singleton's been pretty strong in league tag up at uh, Group 21. So I'll stick with the Greyhounds. All right, and we'll jump into B grade and get some quick tips from you, Shay. Nothing too in-depth here unless you've got some uh, secrets on these teams that you've seen. Uh, Malibula taking on Thornton up at Malibula Sporting Complex at one thirty on Saturday. Um, yeah, I don't know much about either of them, but I think I'm going to take uh, Malibula with a close one. Yeah, I think the home side there. I think Thornton re-entering the competition after having been away from senior footy for a while. It'll be interesting to see what they can get together. Um, but, um, yeah, Malibula have been involved in a few different uh, concepts around the time, but uh, I'll, I'll back them at home. Paul, what are your thoughts? Well, I've already used my draw card, so um, can <laughs> I phone a friend for this one? Uh, toss a coin, yeah. <laughs> I'll go the home side. I'll go the Panthers. Yeah, all right. Next up is uh, Dudley, another new entrant into the competition, taking on Dungog. Um, I think Dungog played in the C grade last year in the ladies' league tag. Dudley, a new entrant. Uh, there's, uh, yeah, it's my old stomping ground down there around the Dudley Redhead area, so I'd be remiss if I didn't go the Magpies. Uh, Shay, who do you like here? Any, any inside knowledge, or are you just tossing a coin like we are? Uh, yeah, just tossing a coin, but I'm going to go with Dudley with this one as well. I think um, I might just, yeah, the new, the, the, new, the new girls on the block, all right. What about you, Paul? Yeah, I'll stick with the Magpies. Beautiful. The next one, it's uh, Shortland Devils taking on Swansea at Tuxford Park. This will be an interesting one. I, again, I don't know too much about either of these sides. Uh, I, can, I can put some info on the last game, but this one, it's going to be a toss of a coin, and I'll, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Shortland at Tuxford Park. Shay? Yeah, I'm going to go with Shortland as well. If they've kept some of their girls from the previous years, um, definitely got some good kicking and some touch knowledge as well, so I'm going to go with Shortland. Yeah, just the home ground advantage for me as well. Uh, the Devils or the She-Devils. I'm not sure if that's their nickname out there. Uh, you're, you're the king of the nicknames after filling us in that there's a team called the Dogs and Rats this year <laughs> in the uh, men's, which is a new one. Uh, the final one, these these guys, uh, Fingal Bay, I think they might have been in the A grade at one point last year, Shay, and, and Stroud certainly have been solid in the lower grades over the last couple of years. I think this will be uh, probably the pick of the games in this round. Yeah, I'm going to go with Fingal with this one. We were actually a little bit surprised that they weren't in A grade. Um, they were have quite improved actually, so I'm wouldn't be surprised if they make their way back up to A grade at some stage. But yeah, I'm going to take Bingle. All right, yeah. Well, um, based on that information alone, I'm going to go with the Bombies. You've sold me. You could you could sell Ice Eskimo Show. <laughs> I think a few of the players have have gone over to um, uh, Nelson Bay. I think the the other the yep. other comp. Um, yep. But uh, yeah, I'll stick with Fingle Bay. All right, so that brings us to a wrap on that. Shay, can you lend us some knowledge on the ladies' tackle? There's only three games, and we'll uh, see how you go with your tips on here because you're yeah. going to guide us, and you might be able to give us some insight into Aberglassen side first. Uh, you've seen, yeah. you've seen them training. Who, who's the girls are watching in the, the Aberglassen side? We have definitely got some of our tag girls backing up into the tackle. Um, one of their halves, Ashley Harvey, who plays tag with us, she... I'm sure we'll be one of the leaders in um, tackle, so her kicking game alone is um, very good. Um, yep. But you've also got, you know, the likes of Caitlin Shoulders, Lacey Hickson, um, that play tag with us that um, will be showing up in the tackle team this year. And they just, they know from rep and stuff as well. They've got a lot of knowledge into the tackle game, but I think this weekend's game will be really close. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. And this weekend you do take on one of the perennial powerhouses in Berkeley Vale. Uh, do you think the girls can get it done at home? It looks like they're going to be the main game on Saturday evening. I, I know that uh, Mick and the crew like to schedule them later so the boys can get a few beers in while the girls are playing. Um, how do you think they'll go? Uh, will they get the win against the Panthers? I'm hoping they will. I think it'll be really close. Um, the tackle girls, are, what from what I've heard, are a younger team this year, but really good. So it'll be interesting and good to watch how... Um, the team comes up about with Berkeley Vale, but I'm hoping they'll get the win in a close one. Lovely. Uh, Paul, what's your thoughts on that one, mate? Yeah, reigning premiers, Berkeley Vale, but um, you just never know. Uh, Aberglassen, they uh, went pretty close last year, so yeah, I might go the Ants. Well, mate, they had a trifecta of Ants. Uh, the other two games this weekend, both at 140 at their respective grounds, the Maitland United side take on Waratah Mayfield. Uh, Waratah were, were quite strong last year, but... Um, 
I'm not sure if they, if they're going to be influenced by the uh, the rebels because I know a lot of the uh, sorry the wildfires because I know a lot of the women from the union cross over for May, uh, Waratah Mayfield last year. So be interesting to see. Shay, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I'm not really sure how the Maitland United team looks either. But if the Waratah team's anything from last year, from the couple of games that I saw, I think they will be pretty strong again this year. And wrapping up, Paul. Yeah, I'll go the uh, the cheaters uh, with that one too. Just. They're away from home. There's got Coronation Oval there again. But uh, a, a better touch. We've got a sponsor for the women's tackle this year too, Caves Beach Butchery. I did see that. So that's yeah. exciting to see a competition sponsor there. Um, so a few of the grades with sponsors. But good to see some a business getting behind the women's footy. And the final game of the round, this is an interesting one and, and probably one of the longer road trips. There's a few road trips about. But Dora Creek on debut in the women's tackle, travelling all the way to Karua. Now, I watched Karua play in one game last year. And while without wanting to be... You know, harsh on the girls. They may not be the most skillful side. They were probably the most physical women's side I've seen. I know they have a competition they run and they put it on their Facebook page for the biggest hit of the week that goes up with a video. Um, so Dora Creek are going to have their work cut out for them, not only a long road trip but a physical one on debut. Shay, what do you think here? Yeah, I agree with that one. I think I remember seeing a video last year of one of our tackle girls getting uh, tackled by one of the crew girls and it's... It, it didn't look like it. Uh, it looked like it hurt, to say the least. But yeah, I think Karua will um, get the win. Yeah, right. I'm going to go the Roos as well up there at Lionel Morton. It's a it's a big road trip. They might have to stay overnight. Dora Creek, Paul. <laughs> yeah, certainly. Uh, I'll go Karua Roos too. All right, lovely. Well, thank you for your time, Shay. Good luck. Of course, as we said, there is three games this weekend up there at Makichi. So anyone in that area. Uh, obviously up to the capacity of 500 that we're allowed to have there. Make sure you get down, support the uh, the club there. The Ants are doing great things in the area. Um, give Mick Akers a wide berth, but the rest of the club are great people to get around and have a drink with, and it's a very social club. So enjoy your Saturday afternoon. Good luck to you, Shay, uh, and, the, and the TAG girls uh, kicking off the day. And uh, I'm sure uh, if you can get a win, you'll uh, hang around and celebrate for a few hours and watch the men and the uh, women's tackle. Most definitely. Thanks, guys. That was, of course, Shay Ross from the Aberglass and Ants giving us a, a rundown and some thoughts uh, and education, I guess, Paul, on uh, the women's codes for this year. Yeah, it's good. Always good to get uh, some insight in what's happening in the women's game and it's growing every year, so it's great to see. So that was our preview for the Newcastle and Hunter Community Rugby League competitions for 2020, the COVID-reduced season. A uh, big thank you to all of those clubs that uh, got involved in providing some talent for our show tonight. Uh, fortunately, they helped carry myself and Paul through the episode, which was handy. Paul, thanks for your time. Uh, as always, if people want to uh, listen to your dulcet tones, tune into Bar TV on the weekends when you're jumping on commentary at different different moments, mate. Uh, what can we see from Bar TV this year? Uh, mate, we've still got plenty of uh, sport. It's all kicking off again. So, well, it's been kicking off the last few weeks. So, um, uh, the Northern New South Wales football, that kicked off last week. So, we're going to round two. And uh, also, uh, down further south, uh, I believe we've got some uh, some rugby in Canberra and, and also the, the capital football down there in Canberra. So... Keeps us busy and um, then possibly here with Newcastle Hunter Rugby League. We're still trying to wait to see if that's locked in. Watch this space. We should have something announced not too far after this show's released, hopefully once we can uh, get some confirmation from Bar TV and the Newcastle Hunter Committee. So that could be very exciting. But, uh, mate, again, thank you for your time and uh, views on the game this evening. We look forward to uh, seeing what Bar TV produces and also what the competition produces. You and I both involved in the committee a little bit in the, the background as well, helping keep this competition ticking along. So we appreciate you're a busy man in the in the sporting circles and, and thanks for your time tonight. Yeah, thanks, uh, Chris, and just can't wait for the footy to, to kick off on Saturday. Certainly, it's only a couple of sleeps away. Make sure, of course, you get down to your local ground. We'll publish all of the draws for the local competitions uh, closing in on Thursday and Friday leading into the season. A big thank you, of course, to our sponsors, Newey Threads, who get the show on the road every week. Uh, and, of course, check out our social media channels, Leadcastle AU on Instagram and Twitter, Leadcastle AUS on Facebook. Give us a rate or review on the podcast platform you listen to us on, whether it is the Apple Podcasts, uh, the Samsung Podcasts app, Spotify, Anchor, or any other reputable podcast app that we appear on. We really appreciate it. Uh, and something I want to ask this week is uh, for everyone to, that does listen, give us a share, recommend us to someone that you know, um, if, you, if you're a good person, then recommend it to someone you like. If you're not, then recommend it to someone who doesn't like rugby league and make them suffer through it. Either way, if we can get our numbers up, it gets more publicity for the competition and we'd really appreciate it. 
Again, a big thanks to everyone that's been involved in our pre-season. It's been the longest pre-season in history, but it's only a couple more sleeps till the footy kicks off. So we look forward to catching you soon at a venue near you. We go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be a try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window get their second. You're listening to Lee Newcastle, Newcastle Hunters, home rugby league.